All right, should we get to our sexy story this week? Ladies, gentlemen, you cannot unsuck that dick. (laughs) It was hot. It was really quite something. (laughs) Do you like when someone else makes me moan? Do not show up looking like you slept in your clothes. In your car. There is nothing sexier than getting railed by two dudes at the same time. I'll just say that. I am so excited to share some details with you guys, especially of our couple friends that live here in Las Vegas. We have some amazing details to divulge. But before we get to that, we want to say a thank you to Cassidy.com for sponsoring this episode of Front Porch Swingers. Cassidy is an amazing lifestyle site for a lot of reasons, but one of my personal favorites is that they are very passionate about the lifestyle space. That's why they sponsor events and they're constantly looking for new ways to get involved in the lifestyle. And uh, of course, you can find sexy people on Cassidy if you're looking for one-on-one or two-on-two dates. If you want to try it for free, you can head to frontporchswingers.com and click on the Cassidy banner at the bottom of our homepage. When you do that, you're going to be able to try Cassidy free for 30 days. That's a whole month of all of their features. Get access to their amazing members and see if it's right for you. Again, that's frontporchswingers.com and click on the Cassidy banner at the bottom of the homepage today. So as... I'm recording this with no pants on, which I love. That's one yeah. of the benefits of, of working for ourselves. I don't have to go into, quote unquote, the office with pants on. <laughs> yeah, oddly enough, well, it was 94 here today, and it was, it's still a little warm. So our studio is actually warmer than it normally is. It's fucking hot. Yeah, it's it was beautiful. And I was just outside. I ran to the store, and it's fucking great breeze out there. It's really something. Uh, I miss the heat, for sure. But what's nice is there's no humidity. I don't miss the humidity. Oh, Florida? Oh, my gosh. No, yeah, me either. I don't the miss South that. in general? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I get to have no pants on while we record, so I really love this. Well, I think it's important to note, uh, we are recording at a very strange time for us, and day, actually. As we are doing this, it is Saturday, about 8, 8.30 PST, PM, and we never record this time of, of the night or on Saturday, rarely. Oh, yeah. And that's because we had a change in plans. We have some traveling uh, that has just come up. Uh, That's a very loose statement there. We, our entire lives were kind of flipped upside down for the week. We are getting ready to head to New York for a very unexpected trip. And it has kind of sent us into a whirlwind in terms of work and making sure that we're on top of everything. And we're very excited, but it's not exactly a stress-free evening for us. It was not a stress-free day. There's very little we can say about this because we're held to NDAs. However, it's work. It's a business trip. Very fucking exciting exciting when we're able to disclose it we will but not right we're not able to do that now but this was something that's been going it's kind of been in the works for what two weeks maybe about two weeks sure and we honestly didn't think it was going to come to fruition and at literally the 11th hour we got contacted this afternoon we were at the gym and we got you came over to me and we're like we got an email and we got to respond to this if we want to do this we got to do it right away because we are flying out tomorrow morning Yep. So we're recording Saturday and we are flying out Sunday. We did not expect to do that. Not at all. In no fucking world. So yeah, today has been literally us running around like chickens with our fucking heads cut off, but all for good reason. So we really can't complain. <laughs> no, no complaints. Just uh, we're just trying to shake it off and you know get it all done. So then, of course, what's really awesome is that we are being flown then from New York directly to Phoenix because we have an event on the 2nd in Phoenix. Oh, I'm so excited for it to some of the people we have coming. It's like their very first hot wife experience. Lots of first timers. Yes. Yeah, so many newbies. 
and I'm I'm really excited to kind of usher them into the lifestyle, if you will. Yeah. So that'll be really fun. There's a couple I just spoke to today. They actually uh, live here in Vegas. They are getting married at the end of May and are going to try to make the event uh, on the second because they want to go to a lifestyle event. It'll be their first lifestyle event. They want to go to one before they get married for whatever reason. That's their thing. So they're <laughs> it's gonna... like going to men do that all the time. They go to like the strip club before they get married. They're I like, guess. I just have to see some titties in my face before I, you know, get hitched. I mean, I don't agree with that. I think you should get titties in your face all the time. But... As much as possible. Yes. <laughs> well, they are lifestyle folks. They have just never been to an actual event. So they want this to be their first. Maybe one. this is like their wedding present to each other. That's kind of it, cool. it absolutely potentially could be. So, yeah, lots of new folks, which is really exciting. And our friends. I cannot wait to see our friends. We have some friends in our Telegram group that are going to be there. Obviously, they live in the Phoenix area. Super fucking sweet of them to offer to host a kind of a meet and greet for us when we get there, which is very lovely. And then we have our friends from Vegas coming. Yes. I'm very excited. excited. Yeah. Phoenix is going to be great. I like Phoenix in general. I just like, I like all the red rocks. I mean, it's similar to Vegas, but it just has a little bit different feel, a little bit more of, I don't know, just a different vibe. I dig it. Listen, we are getting a chance to go to a lot of cool places, particularly together. You and I have never been to New York together. We have obviously been separately. I was born there. You visited there. And then we're going to actually fly out of New Jersey. So we will have been to New York and New Jersey together for the first time. I don't think that counts. Just going to the airport doesn't really count as going. It's if more I was than going enough, to say I that, promise. I've been to a lot of fucking states, I, okay? I promise <laughs> it's more than more than enough. <laughs> Yeah, flying out. Our New out. Jersey listeners are going to be petitioning now to not listen to our podcast anymore. Well, so. I, listen, I'm a, I'm someone who was born there, so you can shit all over me if you want, but I was born and raised there and, and left as quickly as I possibly could because I wanted to get away from, I just wanted to get away from it. I, I grew up there. I saw enough of it. I don't want to go back. I haven't wanted to go back. That's fine. I'm sure it's a fine state is what I'm saying. Yeah, so my, don't yeah. stop listening to us, New Jerseyans. <laughs> no, nah, my family's still there. My my entire family basically is still there. But yeah, I, I really, have not, I don't miss that part of the country. I just fell in love with the south and you know that's where i stayed for the most of my life so yeah, i dug good. it i would not move to the south again because i don't like the humidity so <laughs> yeah well you know fuck that love you floridians just never living there so no, no yeah we should also we haven't talked since our last podcast about our last um denver event no and it was listen we love Denver. It, we almost moved there. It was between Denver, Vegas, and, and Nashville. We talked about this a number of times. Yes. Fucking love Denver. Love the people there. And we had the opportunity to meet two of the best fucking people we, uh, we've ever met. Yes. They are lovely hosts. And uh, it was just an amazing experience for so many reasons and in so many ways. Yeah. So they own the venue that we did the event in, in in Denver. And it was wonderful. I mean, they have this beautiful farm. We got to feed baby goats. Oh, yeah. Amazing. And then our event on Saturday was <laughs> fucking epic. We had too many people, actually. We literally sold out. We oversold. And we're telling people that, you know, we can't we can't take you. And then people were like, well, we, we flew in. We didn't buy a event tickets and we're like why the fuck not <laughs> yeah you bought plane tickets but you didn't buy event tickets like god that's crazy so yeah we made some exceptions and i'm glad we did because it was a fucking blast it was yeah i mean we definitely learned some things from that event because sure. it was our first time that we were hosting away from las vegas and what's really interesting to me is now that we're hosting in different cities different cities have very different vibes and oh, very yeah. different just overall experiences, which I I wouldn't expect because we're throwing hot wife events in every city, but they're just different. 
No doubt. Not it, not bad or better or whatever, just different. No question about it. And Denver just, I don't know, it speaks to me just like it does you. I just love it there for whatever reason. It's one of those places I it's think- It's the mountains. It must be. Well, yeah, because it's, yeah, there's a lot of that for sure. And it's just a nice outdoor space. Here's the thing, the weather, it's so crazy. We got there, it was like 50 degrees. Yeah. Then the next day it was like 60. The day we left, it snowed. Yeah. It's so insane and I just love it. And yeah, it's so pretty there where we were. so beautiful just outside of Denver proper. And I enjoyed it very much. It was really, you know, we talk about how great the event was and we have met we met some amazing folks there and had made some great connections there and really had the opportunity to speak to everyone that was in the room. It was a, it was fast and furious for sure. It was about 160 folks there and it was great. But the people that own that home and that venue are just some of the most genuinely lovely people I think I've met in a very long time. Yeah. yeah. I really kind of left that whole thing. I mean, we were exhausted because we threw an event Thursday here in Vegas, which was also amazing. Yeah, it was great. And then we, th the event ended at 1 a.m. We had to be on a flight at 6 a.m. to go to Denver. So I slept one hour. You slept zero. Yeah. We flew to Denver. We get to this venue. We start, you know, shopping and doing all the things we have to do to get ready for that event. We don't sleep at all during that day. We sleep four hours that night, wake up, have the event. I mean, we were exhausted. We were fucking walking zombies. Yeah. But it was like, I still felt... I don't know, just energized. My soul felt good leaving Denver. It was very yeah. wonderful. Yeah, it's well, so much so that we have already scheduled the next event there. Yes. <laughs> so July 23rd is the next event in Denver. We have uh, not, at the same it, place. tickets are not open yet. So no, don't, not yet. Don't go looking for tickets yet. But yeah. yeah, this event sold out. So I'm sure the next one will as well. Yeah, so we've, we booked it right away with them. We had such a great time and an amazing connection. So yeah, we're doing it again. Be in Denver on the 23rd. Cannot fucking wait to get there. Love Denver in the summer. Oh, yes. So I want to talk about something that's kind of interesting. I talked about it on our TikTok and I was mentioning it to you this morning. But so here's the situation. When I was, I don't know, 21, 22, I bartended to get myself through college, right? Yes. That's how I paid my way through college. Mm -hmm. And I had this woman that I bartended with that I always had this big crush on. And then towards the end of our time working together, it was like every time we had a couple of cocktails or something, we would find ourselves making out with each other, okay? Yeah. And that was really my first experience with a woman. She was kind of the first woman that made me think, oh, I might not be 100% straight. <laughs> there fair. might be something going on on here that's fair <laughs> okay. yeah now how, now the one thing you didn't mention to me you keep how old is she is it how is it how old a gal is this your couple, age couple or? years older okay. than me okay yeah so yeah i mean we had a lot of of great times together early on and then we we lost contact we weren't in contact for years and she reached out late last year and said that she had found the podcast. She right. said, hey, I just want to let you know I found the podcast. I felt weird listening to it without telling you that I was listening to it. So I just wanted to let you know that that I am listening. Cool. <laughs> and I was like, cool, awesome. I'm not hiding from anyone. This is not the first time someone from my hometown has found the podcast. So right. it's like, whatever. I, you know, we're not in hiding by any means. Yeah. Anyone can find the podcast. Yeah, absolutely. So my, I just, some people from my past have as well. It's it, it's okay. You know? Yeah. In fact, yours happened very early Very on. quickly. It yes. was like three months in and we got an email from someone you knew from your past. Yes. 
So that was interesting. But anyway, she reached out and said she was listening to the podcast. And then we didn't talk again for several months. So then she reaches out yesterday morning and she's like, hey, I just want to let you know that my boyfriend and I are potentially looking to get into the lifestyle, which did not surprise me at all. This woman was so open. She was such a free spirit. She's kind of this hippie woman. And I say that in the best possible way because I love people that are like that. I'm not saying that as a diss at all. And so I was not, like I said, I was not shocked that she said that she wanted to get into the lifestyle, but I was shocked that she said they want to come to Vegas and come to one of our events. And she kind of flirted with me towards the end of the messaging. And I was like, oh, and it, it was interesting because it brought back this rush of memories. Well, sure. From when I was younger of like making out with her and how good that felt and how it was all tingly. And I was like, I'm not supposed to feel this way with a woman, but I totally do. And so I don't know. I've just been kind of giddy ever since it happened. Well, I think the, yeah, I, I don't think that's odd at all. I mean, there's history there, right? So that's, you know, certain things are supposed to evoke memories and that's just one of them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, when someone flirts with you and you're like, oh yeah, we fucking made out like 12 times and it was awesome. Well, yeah, it was a poignant (laughs) part of your life. It didn't seem like it then probably. No, it didn't. And that's what's so interesting is at the time I was like, oh, this is just what you do as a woman when you have a few cocktails in you. Yeah. When you work at a bar and you have a few drinks, the girls start making out. Yeah. We go dancing. One thing leads to another. We're making out in the backseat. It just is what it is. And now I'm like, no, I was bi. And I totally (laughs) wanted to fucking scissor the shit out of her. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's okay. Listen, I think it's great. I'm, I'm eager to meet her and her partner, I think it'd be a lot of fun. It's, uh, you know, it's unique and interesting because you just never know where people are in the lifestyle are going to come from. Exactly. You just never know. Well, and you never know, yeah, who's going to kind of loop back around in your life. Because right. like I said, I hadn't spoken to her for years. And then I get this random message saying like, hey, I listened to the podcast. And then another random message. Hey, we're looking to get into the lifestyle. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah. That's, that's listen, cool. I, I think it's fucking great. Good for them. I'm you still know? waiting for someone to come out of the woodwork that I would never expect to be in the lifestyle, like someone that I always thought was the most vanilla person ever. Sure. And they're total freaks and they're like, we totally want to fuck everyone and, you know. It's going to happen. Yeah. Help us organize an orgy or something. It's not an if, it's a when. (laughs) Really. I want it to happen. I'm excited for that day. Yeah, me too. I think it'd be fucking great. But I I think it's awesome that uh, she has finally decided or they have decided to potentially, you know, step out there into consensual non-monogamy and, you know, good for them. And she reached out. That's really cool. Yeah. So I'm not being presumptuous. I'm not saying anything's going to happen, but it's still kind of just, I don't know, got me all warm and tingly either way. Yeah. So. I'm, I mean, <laughs> well, she's probably probably betting man. To this right now being like, Brent is such a fucking creeper. Yeah. <laughs> like, nah. Just kidding. We're not coming to Vegas. <laughs> if I were a betting man, I'd take the over on you at least make out with her. Oh, so, please. <laughs> yeah. I'll go, I'll, I'll go with that for sure. Well, that's awesome. I'm looking forward to that. Hopefully we'll get to see them uh, soon. Yeah. You know, so that along with everything we have going on. We also got the opportunity, you got to play with our friend Nick, and I got to play with Nicole. Separate days, I got to play with Nicole yesterday, and it was fucking awesome, I must say. And you got to play with Nick prior to that. And we spent a lot of time with them over the course of the last couple of weeks, but really didn't get any intimate, sexy time. No, yeah, they were at our event in Denver and we were so thankful that they came, but it was kind of a bummer because we were around them so much, but there was no sexual time. It was so busy. It was so just constant go, go, go that there was never a chance to really just soak in the sexual energy. And what's interesting about that is I feel like it builds with them. Like every time we see them, every time we're around them or the more we're around them, the more I just want to fucking rip his clothes off. Well, I'll say this. The thing that I really enjoyed, I guess one of the, the 
the most memorable parts of the event in Denver, I should say the entire trip to Denver, was the night of the event when everyone was gone. Yes. And it was us and our friends. Yes. In the hot tub, just literally decompressing. And we just got to breathe yes. and relax and we were all fucking naked. Everyone was naked, soaking in the hot tub, which was hilarious because I think there was like 12 of us and we just pushed most of the water out. I'm pretty sure it was like an eight-person hot tub with 12 people in yeah, it. Yeah, so. it was just, yeah, and as crazy as that sounds, it was nothing but relaxing. I could literally have just laid there and fallen asleep. Well, I was laying against Nick and it was so nice because he's kind of touching me it's not overly sexual he's kind of touching on my tits a little bit but it was so nice because i realized in that moment how comfortable i really was i am butt ass naked in this hot tub with a bunch of people he's touching me and i'm not thinking anything other than this is the most relaxed i've been in like four days yeah and because (laughs) there were so many people in there Nicole moved over and sat like on my lap in between my legs and she just took my hands and put them on her tits almost as if like that was like a calming thing for me. <laughs> like just put them here and relax. Like they're stress balls. Yeah. And I I mean, it was so fucking comfortable. And of course, all of our friends are there, all of our closest friends. And man, it was just fucking amazing. It was really the nicest hour I can remember uh, of that entire weekend. We are so fucking lucky. I mean, the Denver thing was a reminder of that. Pod bash was the biggest reminder oh, of yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. But this weekend was like this little mini pod bash because we had a very good number of very, very close friends there. Yes. And it was just this constant support. Everyone was so helpful and kind. Well, and everyone wonderful. that was there and you know who you are could not have been more helpful and accommodating to and really just thoughtful to us. Yes. I mean, they were so fucking amazing. And that's, yeah, you, you talk about pod bash. I remember that feeling when you and I left. It was very difficult to, to leave all those people. People. It was I amazing. Cried. I know you did. And that was, it was very reminiscent of that. You're right, because a lot of the same people were there. And, you know, even our friends that, you know, our new friends that, that uh, own the property, leaving them was really not easy. They were so sweet, not to mention the goats. I wanted to take the goats home. But, you know, it was just so, uh, so you nice. the goats. We get there, Brian's like, I want to eat the baby goats because apparently that is that's not a what fucking I said. thing. <laughs> and then by the end of it, he's feeding them yeah, and loving them. And, you know, well, it's only right. I've eaten my share of company though so i should absolutely feed them yeah you know it's just the right thing to do just don't eat baby goats <laughs> uh, anyway it was very nice and i it was really difficult to leave everybody because it was just such an amazing experience yeah it I really was yeah, yeah it was nice so single guy tip of the week i know you've got something Yes, I do. So I'm I'm actually really excited about this one because I've been chatting with a fairly new single guy to the lifestyle. He actually just signed up on Cassidy because of us. And because of that, he's like, I really want to develop my profile and I want to understand how to interact with people in a way that doesn't make me come across as a creeper. This is a guy, to be fair, this is a guy who has not had great experience. He's been on Reddit and social media trying to date people or trying to get in with hot wife couples for like two years and has had no luck whatsoever. Well, I gotta be honest. I don't understand the Reddit thing. I don't fuck with it. I've never been on it. I don't know how to do it. It confuses me, so I get it. It's weird. I don't know. Some Some of that stuff fucks me up. Okay, so, but I have a point all of this. So I'm telling him to get on Cassidy. You know, I'm, I look at his bio for him. I provide a couple of pointers on how to fix it. I thought that was very mature of him because he's yeah. somebody that obviously hasn't had any success. How old a guy? He's probably uh, my age or a little bit younger, and he has not had success. He's been kind of beating his head against a wall, and there are a lot of guys in that situation who would just be like, oh, fuck it. I'm just going to send out dick dick pics to everyone. I don't have to have any level of, 
you know, decorum because I'm not having success anyway, so what does it matter? Yeah, resort to the lowest common denominator. Fuck it. Yeah, he didn't do that. But I do want to make this point in relation to this, okay? Social media is not a dating site, okay? (laughs) It is not. Now, we put ourselves out there as swingers on Instagram, on Twitter, whatever. I expect that we're going to get some, like you said, low-hanging fruit of guys that reach out and are like, hey, what does it take to fuck you? Yeah, like every day? Yeah, it happens all the fucking time. But there are also people that are trying to promote things on social media and... I mean, much like us, we promote our podcast and my OnlyFans and those types of things. They're doing the same thing. And just because they're putting themselves out there as sex positive people or hot wives doesn't mean that they are looking for you to reach out on social media and try to fuck them. So I think that that's really important to keep in mind. You are not going to have success with that. I would say 99 times out of 100. Well, yeah, I would say that your your potential for success is super fucking limited right when you're you're approaching it that way there are so many better ways to to approach it and kudos for him for reaching out yeah and asking the question he truly wanted to know how to fix it but i I mean i solved it for him very quickly he i asked him where are you trying to meet people well instagram and a couple times on twitter and a couple times on reddit unless you're responding to a reddit post that is specifically looking for someone if for example i post on reddit all the time for you know, commenting on things or putting up posts that are not sexual in nature. I'm not looking for sex partners. That doesn't mean just because I'm putting something up on a sex positive board that I'm looking for people to reach out and be like, hey, baby, you want to fuck me? Well, And even if it's even if it's a great approach, even if it's, hey, I noticed we're in the same city. Is there any interest or can we meet up? I still feel like there's a part of me that feels like you're not going through the proper channels. And I'm I'm put off by that. Well, there's a couple of things. First of all, call me whatever you want. You can make fun of me, everybody listening. I, I love Catfish, the TV show Catfish. <laughs> I right? fucking love yeah. it's Catfish. Our, it's our thing. Even Cammy and my, my peeps. Yeah, super. Just, just. well, I guess I really enjoy it because I find it hard to believe that people are still going through this <laughs> shit. But almost every single fucking time someone gets catfished, it happens on Instagram. Yeah. It's somehow Instagram is involved. So do not try <laughs> to so date true. on fucking Instagram. Okay? Especially if you're in like the southeast portion of the United States, apparently. It's just not the fucking place to do that. Yeah. Yeah, Atlanta so, and Florida are like the two worst places. Yeah, in Texas. Just <laughs> stop. Just don't do it. It's just not a good idea. So there's that. Also, you know, we say this a lot. And we give single guys a lot of shit. And I think we do. Tr- I mean, we genuinely want to help them because we play in that space. We we entertain single guys and we were champions of single guys in this space. We want them to do the right thing and to be successful. And if you're a, if you're a single dude, particularly in this space, you have to do, unfortunately, a little bit more than everybody else. So what I mean by that is stop, don't take the easy route or what you think is the easy route and try to date on Instagram or right. Facebook or whatever. Or fuck around on yeah, Instagram. Just, yeah, it's not worth it. You're wasting your fucking time. You got to spend the money, pay the monthly fee for whatever site you decide to go on, but make sure it's an appropriate site for what it is you're looking for. Do the homework. Well, and as somebody who's on both of those types of sites very often, I'm on social media a lot. I'm also on places like Cassidy a lot. 
I have very different mindsets when I'm on those two places. Social media for me is business. I am on yes. there to answer people's questions about our podcast, to answer people's questions about our OnlyFans. Like, that is why I am there. Versus when I'm on Cassidy, I'm flirty. I'm fun. Right. I'm fun, Brenna, in those moments. I'm not work, Brenna. Well, yeah. So I think that's really important to keep in mind that you're getting two kind of different, I don't want to say personas because that's not how I think of it, but two different mindsets. Well, you are because for us, and it's unfortunate, but it is just the way it is. I mean, Twitter, we're fucking shadow banned on Twitter constantly. We are still are right now, I think for the last 30 fucking days and who knows why, but things like that and Instagram and Twitter, those are marketing tools for us. We, we interact with people who reach out to us cogently and respectfully, but for the most part, when we are interacting with people to, you know, for play or to meet, it's, it's a Cassidy type site. It's a it's a lifestyle site. I have never fucked anyone that has communicated with us originally on Instagram or Twitter. Well, that's it all you really need to know. Happened. That's all. That's all you need to know. Yep. Right. That you just don't do it. So if you think that's how you're going to get success, I'm telling you right now. Unless you want to end up on catfish, in which case, by all means, try to date on Instagram. Do well, that. I thought you meant I'm in a catfish. No, <laughs> no. If you want to get on the TV show, absolutely do it on fucking Instagram because apparently that's where everyone comes from. I don't understand it. I am also not a listen. I'm not the social media person. You are. I don't understand half of that shit. I don't know how any of that happens. How people interact that way and they talk about only chatting through it or sending. It, I don't get it. So if that's that's not going to work, just stop doing it. Yeah. You know, you're a single dude. You have to take the extra steps and you need to be a little bit better at everything. Yeah, and I was very happy to help this guy kind of navigate something like Cassidy because I think he's going to have so much more success. He's a very attractive, cogent, thoughtful person. Yeah. He's going to have a great time on Cassidy. Yeah. He well, just wasn't having success on Instagram. Or whatever dating site makes sense in your area. Just figure that out. It's not hard. Yep. You know, if one doesn't work, another one will. Yes. You know, you just got to go out there and find out which one works the best for you. But put a good bio together. Be respectful. All the things Don't we talk about. Don't be a fucking about. cheap ass. Pay, pay the money for the paid sites. Yeah, whatever it is. Yeah, I mean, it's worth it, right? You, you get what you pay for and you pay for what you get. And you're going to get it on Instagram. You're just not going to like it. <laughs> exactly. So as mentioned, I'm very excited to be sharing. Well, we're both going to kind of share some stories yeah. that we've had from the last week or so with the beautiful couple that we play with regularly here. And I'm excited to do that because I think our experiences are kind of becoming individualized with, with them, which yes. I really like. I like that we're developing our own flavors with them. We can have very separate experiences but also kind of relive them because we go out with them and we talk about them yes. and there's just become this synergy between the four of us that I think is really beautiful so we're going to talk a little bit about that very shortly but first we want to say a thank you to the partners of the Front Porch Swingers podcast. This episode of FPS is brought to you by our friends at Promescent. You guys, Promescent was wonderful enough to send us some condoms for our most recent event, and people were raving about them. I'm not kidding. I had multiple attendees come up and ask me where they could find these condoms because they're fantastic. They're so comfortable. They are so thin, and they also come in these cute little packages that are perfect for us lifestylers because a lot of times you get condoms, they come in this giant box, you have to lug it around, or you have to take them out, and they fall all over in your purse or your bag. These come in very convenient little packs, and they're just amazing, and that's just one of the products that Promescent sells. They also have some of my absolute favorite lubes. They have amazing massage oils, and my absolute favorite, the buzzing gel for us ladies, which definitely 
definitely takes my personal playtime to the next level. So make sure you check out all of Promescent's amazing products today at promescent.com. That is P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T.com. And if you try them, let us know what you think because we personally think that they are the best on the market. We are so excited about our two upcoming events. Well, we have several, but two of the ones that we're so excited to be talking about today. The first is our Phoenix event coming up on April 2nd, very, very soon. So if you guys are interested in the Phoenix area or you're going to be in the Phoenix area on April 2nd, check out all of the information at members.frontporchswingers.com. That is our Real Hot Wives of Phoenix event, and we have some ridiculously attractive people signed up for that event. It's going to be amazing. And then we also have Soul Tree in Sin City coming up on April 9th, which is a little bit different of an event for us because it's all inclusive. It's kind of more of a couple centric event, but we're obviously letting single gentlemen and single ladies in as well. And that is going to be right here in Las Vegas, obviously. And you guys, that venue, oh my gosh, we are so excited about it. If you are looking for a night of sophistication, make sure you check it out. And again, you can get all of the information at members.frontporchswingers.com. We hope to see you at one of our upcoming events. Okay, so here's what's really interesting about today's story. The last two episodes, you guys have probably heard me keep mentioning this week of sensuality and how I had three play sessions that were very sensual in nature. And I really got to thinking about this particular play session that I'm going to talk about today. And I don't think that I painted it in the right light because the more that I think about it, the more I don't think it was super sensual, especially considering how this gentleman and I typically play. It was heated. It was passionate. It was, I don't even know. It was kind of animalistic in a way. And that's not really our energy, but I fucking loved it. Well, what's interesting. So the person you're talking about, of course, is our friend Nick and his amazing wife, Nicole, who I got to play with yesterday as we're recording this. Yes. And what's interesting is she and I were communicating after our Denver trip, we were in correspondence, obviously. We didn't get a chance to see them most of the week because we were both, all of us were, were busy and, you know, we had a lot going on. So we didn't get our normal playtime, she and I. Which and is not normal. We always no. see them for vanilla time and typically yes. playtime. So it was a long week for us. It was. And one of the things that we were texting, she, she mentioned to me in a message, was she really wanted to have a conversation with me about dipping her toe into the BDSM slash kink space. Ooh. Now, we didn't have a lot of conversation about it because the truth is we just didn't have a lot of time while we were texting back and forth all week. But when we got together yesterday, even though we didn't have an in-depth conversation about it, I can tell you that because partially we didn't see each other for a week, so some of that was pent up, but also because that kind of little nugget of information was dropped, our session was a little bit more intense than usual. Not a lot, not super aggressive, but I was definitely pushing a little bit harder than I normally would. And she was very receptive to it. We didn't talk a lot about it afterwards because again, lots going on and we got to talking about some other vanilla shit, but she did mention to me that she wanted to have that conversation because she thoroughly enjoyed it, as did I. Well, you so, can't just drop that shit and then not talk. I feel like you have to talk about your time with Nicole now because I can't, well, so, I can't not know what more aggressive for you guys means because I've seen you guys have sex. And while I would not describe it as aggressive, I would say it's very passionate. It was, still, still was, but with a little bit more heat. So first of all, as 
normal. She answered the door in this sexy red lace teddy thing. It was super fucking hot with heels on, by the way. Oh, that's fucking hot. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. You know how that, what that does to me. I don't have that in me either. So I'm glad you get it from her because if I'm wearing heels. Yeah, you're going to trip over something. <laughs> I have a pair of like, I call them stripper heels, but they're basically my bedroom heels. But I only wear them if I'm on my back. So yeah. I don't walk around in them. Right. They're only good <laughs> if you're not actually flat footed. Yeah. Well, that's how she answered the door. And she was super amped up and we were both worked up because we hadn't had hadn't seen each other in a while or at least not been naked together for a while so immediately to the kitchen bottle of water right upstairs i follow her up the stairs and got to pat her on the ass as she was walking up the stairs and play ensued very quickly and it was heated and passionate we're making out and i went right to her tits because in this thing particularly they were fucking amazing looking so we talk about them all the time they're they're really quite exceptional yes we don't give them enough credit we talk about them a lot on the show no but i was realizing when we were in the hot tub the other night why they are so perfect they are just they're the perfect size and they're symmetrical and, and they balanced are, yes they look identical and they just yeah. sit perfectly yes. and oh my god they're just perky yeah, and they amazing. suit her very well yes and so i paid a lot of attention to them so what i mean by a little bit spicier maybe i was biting a little bit harder squeezing a little bit harder with this bdsm comment in the back of your yes, mind thinking i'm gonna kind of test the water a little let's let's just see you know how more aggressive she wants this to get because that's a conversation she and i had a few times but not in any great detail so everything i did is what i would normally do during a play session with her i just was a little bit more aggressive squeezing a little harder when I was going down on her, which I've talked about this a lot, eating her pussy is amazing. When she has orgasms, it is amazing. The sounds, the, the movement, everything. So I was biting a little harder, nibbling a little harder, squeezing a little harder, like on her ass and on her tits and, you know, that kind of thing. So I wasn't really, it wasn't super aggressive, but for what she and I typically share, it was definitely up a couple of notches. Oh. And while we were having sex, like I was fucking her from behind, I found myself pulling her hair a little bit harder. Was she liking it? I mean, was she yes. moaning? What, yes. What gave you the indication she liked it? Uh, well, so at one point, I was fucking her from behind. She was flat on her stomach, and I was fucking her as hard as I could. My hands were on her ass. I was squeezing her really hard. She had an orgasm. I then leaned down and bit her, was biting her and nibbling her neck, but a little bit harder than I normally would, like the nape of her neck, and pulling her hair at the same time. And she was able to turn around. She turned her head to her right, and I was able. she was able to see me, like look at me. And the look on her face told me everything I needed to know and the sounds she was making, so I knew it was working. Oh, that's so hot. So, was it, what was the look like? Like, yes, do that more? Yeah, what? almost like, you know, kind of like this is kind of what she's looking for type of thing. I'm but, sure all of our listeners right now are like jesus brenna calm down yeah but i also <laughs> didn't push the envelope too hard because i knew i was right where i needed to be without having any further conversation oh, you know what i mean like so that's as far as i needed this. to go yeah and so from that point i just continued to be uh, you know a little bit more aggressive with how i was touching her as opposed to where where i might gently rub her somewhere i was squeezing a little bit mm. you know and, and and adding a little pressure where maybe i wouldn't and you know grabbing her neck a little not squeezing it just had my hand placed firmly on it kind of thing and then when i was fucking her she was on her back i was really fucking her hard and squeezing her tits at the same time and a little bit harder than i normally would you know what i mean like that's where when she was having an orgasm on her back i was squeezing her tits 
And that's not normal from that's not where I would normally kind of be in that moment. Right. And it, it added a different element. So what was it like for you? I mean, obviously she was liking it, but what what were you thinking? Well, f- so, you know, it's interesting because you and I, you know, we play hard all the time. Hard. I I don't think people understand how hard we play because it's really interesting when we have sex in front of other people. Like, I think we talked about this when we had the threesome with Nicole for your birthday, but you were fucking me. And that was mild comparatively how we usually fuck. And seeing the look on her face, I was like, oh, I guess this is pretty rough. (laughs) Well, but it's all. And again, I haven't had this conversation with her, so I'm not putting words in her mouth. But it seems to me that that's a little bit more of what she's interested in based on the, the limited conversation that we had. So not so, necessarily BDSM, more so just kind of that primal predator, primal prey kind of stuff. Well, we haven't, again, did not have a full-on conversation. Her words were BDSM slash kink. Those were her words. Sure. So for me, not us not having an in-depth conversation, all I simply wanted to do was to see if our play could be taken up a couple of notches. So essentially the same types of movements and touching and licking and biting and all those things, I just simply amped it up a little bit Mm. and wanted to get her temperature. And she seemed to really enjoy it. Afterwards, as we were just kind of laying there in bed, it was obvious that it, you know, we were both exhausted. We were, we were at it hard. Let's just put it that way. (laughs) Um, And, you know, it seemed to be a very fulfilling kind of situation. And we didn't get a chance to talk about it when we went out. We went out that evening with them. Um, She mentioned it briefly, but there was no real discussion. No. So it's something we're going to talk more about. And we've since communicated about it. And so, yeah, it was super enjoyable. And so I guess from that perspective, maybe it's something that they're both somewhat interested in. They want to amp it up a little bit. And it could also be that they're now, just like us, very comfortable with them. Right. So that that could easily be part of it. Well, what was it like for you to do that with someone else? Because it's been a while since you played that way with someone that wasn't me. Yeah, it's been a hot second. Uh, well, again, well. so what I was alluding to earlier, you and I play like that all the time. So what I simply did was I took a lot of heat out of it, tuned it down, way down from what you and I normally do. <laughs> but kind of this, a lot of the same types of play. And I thought, well, if I simply pull a little pepper out of it, that might be kind of where she needs to be. And so that's what I did. And it, it was hot because it was familiar Yeah. without being extremely aggressive. Right. You know what I mean? And it was nice. It was a really nice kind of change. Well, so this is really interesting because when we were out last night, I think you had stepped away to the restroom and Nicole was talking about how much fun she had with you. But she also mentioned that you seem like you are so about her pleasure right. that sometimes it doesn't seem like you're you're taking into account what you want. And I told her, like, that's Brian. Right. Brian always wants to please the other person. That is always his top priority. I have never known him to be any other way. But I found that to be really interesting given that you know, now that you're telling me it was a more aggressive session and I know that's your happy place, maybe that is how you kind of meet in the middle and and both kind of quote unquote get what you want, even though I always know what you're getting what you want. Well, so I think we need to clarify something. So I got a chance to play with her yesterday. We also went and had drinks with them last night. Yes. So we played during the day and then all four of us went out and met for a couple of drinks and just vanilla time and had a great fucking time. But yes, to your point, I guess, I mean, that's been kind of a theme, right? I always want my, the person I'm with, whomever that partner is to enjoy themselves and make sure that they enjoy themselves because then I enjoy myself that much more. Well, it's really interesting because you're definitely a top, but I think you're a good top in that a good top always wants his bottom to be happiest. Right. So you are definitely always kind of the aggressor. 
but in doing so you know that you're doing the things that your partner wants you to be doing and then it's enjoyable enjoyable for both of you yeah look if i were playing with nicole for example and she was not you know she wasn't having the orgasms and i and and she wasn't kind of moving and moaning and doing all the things that i know she does I simply would be unfulfilled and I, and it wouldn't be as much fun for me. Right. It's what's fun for me is listening to that and feeling that and experiencing that that adds to you know my satiation. Right. But without it for me it would just be a void. Yeah, it's just exercise. Yeah, that's all it is. Yeah. So I it's a conversation I'll have with her for sure. I, I mean I certainly want her to know any partner I'm with certainly I want them to know that I'm enjoying that time with them. But the truth is, my time with them is far more enjoyable to me if I know I'm providing pleasure more so than my receiving it, if that makes any sense. Well, that's fucking hot. I didn't realize it was so aggressive yesterday, and I'm even more turned on by the whole thing. Well, now. again, aggressive is a, you know, it's a relative term. For you and I, it wasn't even, it wasn't even, it didn't even register. Well, you know what I mean? Yeah, but, but when I think of you and Nicole together, I think of a very sensual session and the fact that you yeah. guys kind of picked it up. Obviously, that's how I play, so I'm more turned on by that kind of play. Sure, sure. It makes so, sense. Oh, hot. I'm excited yeah. to see where that goes. Well, so again, I mean, back to my original point, I guess maybe they're comfortable enough with us that they're prepared and willing and, and eager to you know, experiment a little bit, step outside that box. Well, I want to talk about that with Nick because that was kind of the point of this episode was my me talking about, when I think about Nick, I think about sensuality. Right. This is a man who is, he's so sweet. He's so kind. I don't think I've ever met someone as kind and thoughtful as Nick. Right. And I think about that when I'm in the bedroom with him because most of the time it is a lot of petting. It's a lot of back rubbing. It's a lot of kissing. And not that there's anything wrong with that i absolutely love it but at the same time when i think of nick i don't think of like passion you know what i mean this session was very different it was ridiculously passionate and to your point i think it's because we are getting very comfortable with each other and we're kind of starting to color outside the lines if that makes any sense yeah it's not well yeah we're not there's no script, obviously, but when you start getting comfortable with people, you know, your inhibitions are lowered and you're, I think you express yourself differently. And I, for sure, I think that's what's happening with Nicole and I, certainly based on the experience that I literally just had with her yesterday. So to give some insight into this play session, it was really interesting because he walks in the door and, and we always kind of kiss, kiss and caress each other a little bit. And it, it started out very sensual. And I think that's why when I was recounting these three plus play sessions, I had all in the same week, I was thinking, oh, it was really sensual because that's how it started and that's kind of how it ended. But then I started thinking about all of the in-between. So let me get into that. So he comes to our place. We're kind of kissing and caressing on each other. We very quickly move things into the bedroom. And I had on this cute little olive colored teddy number and a little robe over the top of it and this is where things picked up in a way that I wasn't really expecting and when I started thinking back on it as we're getting ready to retell it I got super fucking horned up at the thought that for example this has never been Nick's MO we're kissing and we're making out with each other and sometimes he's kind of like grabbed onto my tits this was different he literally kind of ripped my tits out of my teddy yeah. Well, I did the same, oddly enough, with, uh, well, I started doing that with Nicole and she was just like, she was just like, fuck it, I'm taking it off. And she basically just pulled it right off, <laughs> you know, which okay with me for sure. But I, it, it kind of started that same way. 
It was very hot and very unexpected. And the other thing I liked about it was there was a very different look on his face. I always pay attention to people's facial expressions during sex because I think it tells you a lot of things if oh, you're yeah. willing to really pay attention. For sure. I think that there's a lot of nuances on people's faces and I can definitely tell where someone is in their sexual space or in their mindset based on their the way that they're looking at me, the way that their face is kind of furrowing or frowning or smiling. And as he's pulling my tits out, he looks fucking proud of himself. I felt like he had just this confidence about him, this swagger about him as he's doing it, which turned me the fuck on. Because we have talked many times on this podcast about how I'm all about that alpha energy. If you can come in, take charge, kind of quote unquote, take what you want consensually, of course. I am so into that. It immediately turns me on. It immediately makes me want to just get undressed and fuck you. No, listen, part of what happened with with myself in the cold yesterday you know, she was sucking my cock at one point. She said, I want to suck your cock. So I kind of sat back and my back was against the, the headboard. And one of the things that I thought, well, again, we're going to amp it up a little bit. So not hard, not in any super aggressive way. I always pull her hair away from her face and I was face fucking her a little harder than I normally would. Very much. She got into it immediately, started licking my balls harder than she normally would. So taking the cues. And I think that depending on where you are, again, like consensually, provided there is that level of comfort, I think it's much easier to move into those spaces that you wouldn't maybe normally find yourself in. And then that's what happened with us. So I'm not I'm not super surprised. So we're making out with each other. He's taking my tits out of my outfit. We're just all hands everywhere. His hands are on my ass. My hands are just all over him. I tell him that I want him to get undressed. So he does. And then I lay on my back. He starts going down on me. And I've mentioned many times and I truly mean it. Nick is amazing at eating pussy. If any woman has the chance at any point, you meet Nick because many of our listeners did this past weekend. Yes, they did. And and you guys click, just let me tell you, you are going to be in for a treat because this man knows how to lick a pussy. But once again, I felt like it was a little more aggressive. There was at one point where he was, I don't want to say holding my legs down, but kind of almost gripping them and keeping them in place. I'm not even sure he realized he was doing that. But I was so into it. It was just this more aggressive, assertive move. And it just made my blood pump. It was so hot to me. Yeah, well, it's nice when the, when you have little subtle changes like that. Yes. Yeah, when it's not like, oh, I'm going to grab you. and Because if he had done that, honestly, I would have been kind of like, what the fuck is going yeah, on? Yeah, it would have been a shock. <laughs> because it would have been like Jekyll and Hyde. I would not have been prepared for it with him. Not that he can't in the future if we have a conversation about it. But that's just not what I know of Nick. Well, you wouldn't have expected it. Well, I guess my point is, it's not like you had to have this in-depth conversation about, okay, so while I'm licking your pussy, I'm going to grab your your legs a little bit harder than I normally would. Just having that organic kind of increase in play. Yes. You know, in, in tempo. With that, someone you're comfortable with. Yeah, that's when yep. it gets really hot because, you, you know, you kind of know what to expect and then all of a sudden, wow, it's a, that came out of left field kind of thing, you know, but but not too much and, and not so much that you would be, you know, super shocked by it. Right, exactly. So he's 
going down on me, kind of gripping on my thighs. Of course, I come very quickly because he's so fucking skilled with his mouth and his tongue. And then we swap. And I love sucking Nick's cock because I love feeling it get hard in my mouth. It is such a treat for me because this cock is fucking thick. And for me, it's like a challenge because as it gets harder and harder, it obviously becomes harder for also for me to get my mouth around right. it. So I don't know when I feel like I'm really getting a good grip on it with my mouth and still being able to go up and down on it when it's really nice and and thick and hard i feel like a fucking champ <laughs> well yeah i mean you pride yourself on. i want to so. just pat myself on the back i'm like oh you go brenna you get that thick cock in your mouth <laughs> yeah well you know you're you, you pride yourself on on your oral skills i get it yeah I'm a fucking rock star. And, and rightfully so. Hey, listen, we all have our strengths in life. Mine is definitely cock sucking. For sure. So For <laughs> sure a gold medalist in sucking the cock. <laughs> oh, I have other skills too, but I'll, 100%. I'll take that one. <laughs> yeah, 100%. But it's absolutely gold medal suck, cock sucking. No question about it. <laughs> So anyway, I'm sucking this amazing thick cock. It's getting all hard and nice in my mouth. And Nick very clearly wants to fuck me quickly. So he puts on a condom. And once again, I talked about the week of sensuality, me being in the gym and having these dick riding skills. And so I climbed up on his cock and I was riding him. And it was passionate. This was so passionate. I mean, there was this moment where I'm riding his cock and I'm staring down into his eyes and and I can tell he is so fucking into it. He is so in this just state of enjoyment and bliss. And I'm feeling the same way. And we're making out with each other. And I'm leaning down and I'm whispering kind of some naughty things in his ears every once in a while. And there is just so much electricity between us in that moment. And I'm always attracted to Nick. Always. I mean, I would I would jump this man literally any time of day if I had the opportunity. But there was something about that look on his face and that that magnetism to each other that has just stuck with me while I'm riding his cock. It's one of those things I'm not going to forget anytime soon. Well, yeah. It, again, there's a there is now a familiarity and this really this high level of comfort with with myself and Nicole as well. And when you get there, it's the things that you maybe didn't notice early on when you started playing but now you do i'm not even sure it's that i think that we have unlocked different parts of each other sexually yeah, exactly well, it's yeah. not no not noticing them it's not that i'm just now noticing that he's really passionate it's that this was a very different play session for us because i feel like i kind of got the key to him a little bit and vice versa right it's like we unlocked this very sexy little connection between us and it was amazing i mean it was just it really was mind-blowing in that moment it was it was really special i don't really know how else to describe it well i mean that's just it. it it becomes better over listen we talk about this a lot why do we enjoy or at least why do i enjoy playing with regular play partners because i just firmly believe i know for me that play gets better yeah. the intensity gets better the connection gets better and it just improves everything for me. So I'm bouncing up and down on this cock, back to the naughty shit. <laughs> and it's amazing. We're making out with each other. And then we kind of switch it up a little bit. I get on my back and he starts fucking me from on top. And I also love, oh, Nick is so fucking sweet. It was very passionate while he was saying it too, though. He's telling me how sexy I am. And I can tell he really means it. Like, I don't think anyone doesn't mean it when they're saying it to me. But he says it with such conviction that it makes me feel so confident. So he He's looking down at me while he's pumping this amazing 
thick cock into me and he's like you are so sexy i'm so glad i get to fuck you right now i've been thinking about this all week and it is just i can feel myself dripping wet i am dripping onto his cock because yeah i'm a little vain work let's call it what it is but also i just love knowing that someone is inside of me who truly wants to be inside of me there is something so wonderful about that to me well again it goes back to you know having regular play partners and i'm here to tell you while anyone who knows me knows as do you i am not great at taking a compliment it's not my strong suit it really never hurts my feelings to have nicole tell me while i'm fucking her how much she misses my cock (laughs) that does not hurt my feelings at all and she was that that's something she was saying to me just yesterday because again we hadn't seen each other all week i mean that elevates everything because not only do i know because i've 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 provided you with an orgasm or the ability to orgasm multiple times (laughs) you're also telling me that you miss fucking me how does that not improve the session yeah there's just no way well and i like knowing that he truly thinks that i'm sexy i can tell like i said i can tell he means it sure and it's different too when it's while we're fucking because he tells me that all the time we go out we went out for drinks last night he hugged me and he's like oh you look so sexy and i tell i can tell he means it in that moment too but there's something different about having this hot fucking man on top of you with his cock inside of you reaching down to kiss you every once in a while and then in between making out with me he's going you are so sexy you're so hot i love fucking you it is just it makes me feel wonderful and it also makes my pussy feel wonderful well yeah absolutely it does (laughs) we're all good me and the girl we're great we're just we're doing really good in that moment (laughs) all the girl parts yeah so (laughs) that goes on for quite a while and then we kind of took a little bit of a breather and we were laying next to each other we're kind of just touching on each other and again i will say even that time felt more passionate than other times have because typically when we kind of take those breathers or like right after play it's very sensual it's a lot of kind of rubbing the back and maybe we'll kiss each other a little bit here or there this was more heated i mean i remember very distinctly we're kind of almost spooning but we're facing each other if that makes any sense but like our limbs are kind of all wrapped up in each other and he tells me that i'm looking sexy and i'm like you are so handsome you're so sexy and we just start kissing on each other and there is this moment of heat where i'm like fuck this is a sexy dude and i have him in my bed i am a lucky woman right now yeah there's there's little doubt that when you're in situations like that that you can really hate what's happening absolutely not yeah i I was not hating it yesterday i never do it's just such a you know you know first of all we don't take breaks she and i don't take breaks nicole and i don't take breaks and it (laughs) It doesn't surprise me it gets really fucking hot really fast and by the time we're done we're both just drained and you know it's fucking awesome so we'll just kind of lay there touching each other afterwards regaining our breath and getting getting our heart rate back to normal and it's just really fucking nice and it's comfortable i mean that's the other thing right it's normal it feels great it's comforting and yeah it's just fucking awesome so what i loved about that is we're making out with each other and it's very clear we both want to fuck again like that is very evident so nick gets behind me and he kind of starts rubbing on my ass a little bit and he's rubbing on my back and at first it's very light rubbing almost like just touching and then kind of more massaging and then it gets more aggressive which again i was a little bit surprised by i loved it but i was not expecting it from nick at all 
Well, it's because it's not the norm for you guys. So he's kind of massaging my ass from behind. And then also I can feel his cock getting hard again, kind of against my legs and up against my ass. Oh my God. I fucking love that feeling. Not being able to see it, but knowing because I've seen it so many times what it looks like behind me. Right. And it's just like rubbing up against my skin. And his cock's also very soft. I don't know if he moisturizes it or what. Probably but he does. It's a very nicely soft cock. It, soft hard cock does that make any fucking sense i mean it's moisturized let's just yeah <laughs> it's so. almost kind of like supple if that makes any sense like the skin just feels good against my skin yeah i'll go with that oh sure i don't know if supple is the right word but let's go with it so okay. anyway he's kind of rubbing his cock against me he's rubbing my ass then he leans down he puts his entire body weight on me and he starts kissing that spot on my neck that drives me fucking crazy and then he sticks his tongue in my ear Ooh. it was so fucking hot and again just this passion this i, I don't want to call it aggression because that wasn't an aggressive move but it was just such a level of confidence for him to bold, have just a bold move yes it was bold his whole body on me his tongue in my ear he's stopping every once in a while to say dirty things to me and i'm just like oh my god i need this man's cock again and very quickly after those thoughts are rambling through my mind he's like i need to fuck you and i'm like yes you do so he gets another condom on i'm still flat on my stomach i'm dripping wet so he has no problem whatsoever kind of prying my legs open and sliding his cock into me from behind and he's fucking me and it oh my i cannot even describe how much i love that position anyway it's typically how you and i finish when i'm flat on my stomach and you're almost kind of like mounted on top of me exactly how i was fucking nicole yesterday yes i love it you hit all the angles that way and i can also kind of like booty bounce up against the cock so it's almost like you have that double penetrate not double penetration but the double movement going on at the same time and it makes me come over and over again. I literally came twice in maybe five minutes in that position. I was so just dripping wet. I can feel it running down my legs. And of course, because I'm so into the whole thing, you know, I'm just, I'm losing myself in just this amazing cock going in and out of me and the orgasms and I'm saying dirty things and he's saying dirty things. I don't even remember how the whole thing ended. I really don't because it was one of those moments where I, I was so wrapped up in the hormones and everything going on and how into it I was. I just know at one point he stopped and then we laid next to each other again. And I loved that. I loved this intensity from him and this, like I said, this passion and this excitement. I think he's always excited to be with me, or at least I hope he is. That's the experience that I hope to provide him with, that he's always excited to be with me. But this was taken up a notch. And seeing him in that light, and I will also say this was two weeks ago. Right. We have now seen them. I have seen him multiple times where clothes had to stay on for one reason or another. The only time I've seen him naked is in the hot tub. And there was some very light touching going on there in Denver. But there was not sexual contact necessarily. No, that was and, more of a relaxation kind of thing. Yeah. And I have not been able to experience him sexually since then. And I am dying too. We saw them last night. He was looking so fucking good. He had this great shirt on that was kind of showing off his arms. And he so clearly takes care of his body and all I kept thinking about was that last moment where he's behind me just fucking balls deep with his big thick cock inside of me his hands on my ass and I'm saying like fuck me harder oh you're so fucking sexy I love that cock 
that's all I can think about now that I see him. That's all I'm going to think about until I have his cock again. I'm just saying it now. Well, fortunately, we'll see them next week. So there's that opportunity oh, for it's sure. too long. It, it will it's probably present itself. Well, it's really not that far away. Seems like it. Right now, it seems like a fucking eternity because I need that fucking cock. Yeah. And that I, I need the man attached to the cock, too. I just adore him. I think he's so wonderful. Well, they're just awesome people. And, you know, having sex with... With Nicole is the highlight of the week for sure. I mean, it's just, you know, it's something I look forward to. It's awesome. Yeah. So. Every time you leave, you always have this big smile on your face. I don't even know if you realize that, but you I don't do. know. Well, I certainly had one when I was done because I absolutely, unlike you, remember how I finished and I was fucking her on her back and I came so fucking hard. I basically collapsed on top of her. Oh, that's so, hot. Uh, yeah. I totally remember how it, ha- how it ended. That, absolutely. That's Ugh. just like that. So did you find that the ending was different too because you had so much like aggression during it? Yeah, for sure. Because even when just before I came, it was it was really kind of aggressive and my I was grabbing her thighs a little bit harder and it was a little bit more of kind of a a deeper penetration than maybe I would normally attempt with her. And everything was just again a little spicier. Yeah. So it my orgasm I guess it was really just intensified by everything that had happened prior Yeah, is really what it was. Uh, but it was great. I mean, we're going to have a conversation about just how far we want that to go or she wants that to go. But I'm looking forward to it because it seemed to be really enjoyable for both of us. Well, I'm excited to see where that goes for you guys. Me too. And I mean, I would obviously be more than open to him, you know, fucking spanking my ass or whatever he feels comfortable with as well. So I'm sure he probably doesn't mind you have a spankable ass. <laughs> the other thing. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. The other thing I'll say about this is okay we get on this podcast all the time when we talk about nick and nicole when we talked about friends in the past we're always like oh we love our lifestyle friends they mean so much to us you get comfortable with people it makes it better i will say this relationship that we have with nick and nicole has shown me even a different side than we've experienced before because this is these are people that we spend a lot of time with and these are people that have become so important in our lives and it is bleeding into the sex and in new and interesting ways that i was not expecting and that's really fun because like we're saying i mean it was more aggressive it was more passionate all of that that's possible because of the time we're not having sex does that make any sense yes because the closest we've come to this up until this point was really Jessica and Roger back home. Right. Where we spent, you know, New Year's with them and anniversaries with them and stuff like that that were completely vanilla situations and thoroughly enjoyed being with them in the, you know, with less clothes on. And it was super fucking hot and that play was really intense. So, yeah, I think that all of those things just add to a better, you know, just overall better experience. Yeah. Oh, we're fucking lucky. They're wonderful people. We are. It was really interesting because we had a lot of friends that met them in Denver and all of them said the same thing. Like, what a fucking amazing couple. You guys are really lucky. Everyone loved them. And we're, we are. I feel so fortunate. Well, we have an amazing group of, of friends. I mean, the people that we were able to see in Denver, a small portion, like you mentioned, of the folks that will be at Podbash. And man, without them this past weekend, it would have been very difficult to pull off what we did. Yeah. Let's just face it. So I think it would have been impossible. Damn near impossible. And I absolutely appreciate all of them. So those of you that are listening, you are the fucking best. Oh, love it. So you guys, we are giving some behind the scenes details of the week we have coming up, including our NYC trip specifically to our Patreon members. So if you're wanting to know a little bit more about what we've got going on, you're going to want to head over there. We always offer our Patreon members 
there's kind of that first glimpse into what we have coming up and just a lot of fun that you're not going to hear on the podcast as well. We also offer a Telegram group, which is an amazing and supportive group of over 150 people from across the world that talk about lifestyle topics, share sexy photos, and just in general, create relationships. A lot of them have become lifelong friends. A lot of them are going to pod bash together in October. So it's a great community and we'd love for you to be a part of it by going to patreon.com slash front porch swingers. We want to give a very big thank you to our newest Patreon members who this week are Adam, Alejandro, and Mia. Thank you guys so much for jumping on board with us. If you guys want the spicier stuff, including, I think I'm going to do a, a little naughty NYC hotel shoot, I've decided. I'm, I'm packing some extra fun outfits that I don't think anyone's seen before. Oh, some stuff for TSA to go through? Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Always love doing that. Just throwing them off a little bit. So if you guys want to see that fun and a lot of other stuff, head on over to OnlyFans.com slash Front Porch Swingers. You guys... Podbash is coming up. I, I should, shouldn't say coming up. It's in October. But I feel like it's just around the corner when you really think about it. Well, it feels think- like that because we just saw a bunch of our friends. Well, yeah, I know, but it it comes up on you quickly. It does. So I feel like we have a lot of people that are like, oh, we're waiting to book until, you know, it gets a little bit closer. But the reality is it sneaks up on you when you have to book travel, flights, cars, all that stuff. So if you're wanting to come to Podbash, make sure you book it ASAP. You can find that information at podbashevent.com. It is October 13th through the 17th at Secrets Hideaway in Kissimmee, Florida. And also make sure you check out all of our other events going on. We have many of them and we're actually going to be putting up a couple of new events very shortly. So all of that information can be found at members.frontporchswingers.com. Of course, we'd love for you to follow us on social media. We're on Twitter at FP Swingers, Instagram at FPS Pod Media, and now TikTok at Front Porch Swingers 1. And, and YouTube, we just put up a new video there that we'd love for you to check out and subscribe to our channel. It's called Front Porch Swingers. Yeah, we will probably do a, a little bit more of all of that while we're in New York because we'll have a little bit of downtime and we just want to share some of that stuff with everybody. Yes, so make sure you're following us. Do you have anything else this week? That is it. We are getting ready to get on a plane. We got some traveling to do. We got some events to host. I'm just looking forward to all of it and uh, taking you guys on that ride. Busy, busy. So come along with us and thank you guys so much for listening. Thanks, everybody.